Okay. Hi, my name is Ivanya Easley, and this is the Closet Chronicles. This is a podcast we or we delve a little deeper into the fashion behind the scenes industry with e-commerce, retail, tech, talking with different entrepreneurs, and they're sharing their story and their journey and how they were able to their professional career. And so today we have a special Tell us all about her journey in this um, fashion industry world, all about what she does, how she does it, and of course, give us a few tips and advice on how you can do the same. So welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. No, of course, of course. Thank you for joining in and taking the time. So introduce yourself and your business and tell us, you know, how you guys started and what all about you do. It's all about you. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Thais Lanier. I'm a luxury closet designer and organizer. I'm the owner, I'm the owner of Closet Editors. And what we do is we edit closets, organize, and style, and also uh, do custom design. I love it. And where are you based again? So I'm based back and forth. I go back and forth from LA and Vegas, but we also service Atlanta and Miami as well. Yes, yes. And of, course, <laughs> and of course, like everyone, and I know we talked a little bit at the um, restaurant about your story, but since they weren't there, they didn't get to hear it. How yes. did you get started? How did you transition into closets or how did you even know you wanted to do closets? Give us the deets. Yes. Okay. So um, I started, I went, I, I used to work for the airline industry in the beginning, and then I decided to quit my job in the airline industry and go into the fashion world. I always loved fashion, even as a teenager. I wanted like the latest, you know, designs and, and all the latest labels. So I, I think always, that's how we all got started. Yeah, I think we fashion. all got started. We all fashion. <laughs> exactly. It was already in me. I always mm -hmm. loved it. But um, when I was thinking of what else that I want to do um, in life and career wise, yeah. I was like, I love fashion. Let me like yeah. go into that career. So um, I went to the Miami International University of Art and Design, and that's where I received my fashion merchandise and marketing degree. And once I uh, graduated from there, my first job was as a visual merchandiser for Macy's. Yes. So in that, um, you know, we're responsible for doing designing the windows, um, dressing all the mannequins, styling all the departments, so everything flows. Yes. So that was my uh, first fashion job. And from there, I went to Saks Fifth Avenue. And from there, I started doing luxury closet. I mean, sorry, luxury personal shopping. So I yes. had a lot of clients from there. And that's when I started going to their homes, doing fittings and being in their closets. And that's kind of mm -hmm. when the first light bell rung because I used to go do fittings in their closet. They had so much stuff in their closet. Like I couldn't yes. even fit anything else in it. So yes. I was like, I was, I, I was starting to help them like get rid of things and kind yes. of organize it for them at the same time anyway. Yes. And I was like, I, I feel like a lot of people need this service just by be, yes. being exposed to that. So that was kind yes. of my first light bulb. Um, after I left Saks, I became a fashion coordinator uh, for different top brands like Bailey 44, Parker's, Ralph Lauren, just to name a few brands. And yeah. so I would go to all the major luxury department stores and I would do PKs, which are product knowledge seminars for all the sales associates and then show them like what our latest product was, how they can sell it, what the best I features were. It. So it was great. So I was able to go on the floor and I would merchandise the floor for them so I can show them how we wanted our our, um, our, our collection merchandise. Uh, merchandise. And yeah. yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> like losing thought on this Monday. And uh, so, yeah, it was great. And it was almost like going, actually organizing a master closet every day because yeah. you were in there and you had to make sure 
all the, um, you know, hangers were the same. Everything was uniform. Yes. The colors, you know, were flowing. Everything had to be uh, categorized. So I was like, I was working in a luxury closet, organizing a client like every day. So it just gave me so much experience. And when exactly. I was uh, a fashion fashion coordinator, I was doing, I was still doing my personal shopping on the side and still uh, dipping into the organizing and editing. And then after some years, I just decided to make it a business and yeah. just go full force as an entrepreneur. And that's what I did. So that's kind of my journey in a small lump sum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been doing this when you completely started working for you. Um, I've been in business for 10 years. I, I would say it. I started Congrats. doing it. Thank you. Yeah, this is actually my 10th year as far as like getting it organized and making it yes. an actual business. Um, I, I've been doing it a little bit longer than that, but as far as organizing, as like, your business, been doing yes. it for 10 years. Okay. Yeah. As my business for 10 yeah. years now. So it's been a while. Uh, and I start, I started my business and just organizing and, and editing closets. And then I actually went into design yeah. in the last six years. Okay. Um, after I realized that my clients still needed, um, I, I actually helped one of my clients do a custom design with them. Mm -hmm. And from then I decided I wanted to get into design myself and actually yeah. offer that as a service. So now um, I actually do custom design as well as organizing and editing. Love it. Love it. Now, um, because this journey of how you were able to, one, to me, even before you started your own business, get paid from these corporations still doing what you love which is working in fashion and so many people and like oh, i don't know like even how to start that path because it's like oh if i work at macy's i'm just a sales associate for you to be able to go and work with companies from a different level from the corporate level what would you suggest for anybody that wanted to even do that before they before you even started your own business you still had a pretty cool job no, I had an amazing job. Being a fashion coordinator taught me so much as far as like speaking in front of people, yes. um, just, you know, um, dealing with the sales associates and dealing with the brands and going traveling, doing trainings. And yes. like the, that quarter job was amazing. And it's funny, back then, um, it was very hard to get that job. It was I like, it was, it was very word of mouth. And yes. if you didn't know somebody that was already doing it and they didn't kind of plug you as far as like just getting you the interview, yes. just kind of talk, you weren't getting in. They were kind of secret society. No one was quitting yes. this job, you yes. know, this kind of job once they got it. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So it was, it was me talking to the coordinators that was actually coming into Sass Fifth Avenue and just building relationships. I always knew the importance of building relationships. That and, part. And, oh my God. And Girl. I think that is the most, yeah. Relationship building is the foundation of my business, of yes. who I am. You know, a lot of things um, I was able to maneuver in this field because of relationship building. And um, that's how I kind of got into being a coordinator was talking to different coordinators on the floor, not being scared to talk to them. How did yeah. they get in? What do I need to do? What kind of qualifications do I need to have to have this position? You know, and I already yes. had visual merchandising. I already had sales. I already had all what I really needed. Yeah. But I just needed to know, like, well, who do I email? Who do I, call? Yes. you know, like, how do I get in? So that's kind of how I get in. Yeah, you you definitely, if it's if there's a field that you want to pursue, you always need to kind of talk to the person who's already in it. Yes. Like, and just, and, and just talk, talk to them and see, you know, like I said, what the qualifications are and how you can get into it. But that's, that, that's the way to kind of get out of, if you just don't want to do sales associate and you kind of want to move to corporate and working for these different fashion brands, yes. which is, a, which is amazing career. Yeah.
I love that. I love that. Did you, Um, I mean, I don't know for sure, but like once you were deciding to leave, was there anybody that you kind of left your old position and opened the door for them to get an opportunity or you just let the company fill it? Oh, no. Yeah, I definitely helped um, someone. Um, I have I have friends that was in the fashion field that's in sales and different mm-hmm. things. So when I was leaving, I definitely gave recommendations. I love that. Y'all to a few. As you climb. Yeah, exactly. I've always felt like that. I'm like, oh, I'm leaving this position, but let me, sh- you know, I have these two applicants, Put you know, people. On. Exactly. Yes. That's very qualified for this. So at least just get them in the door. I'm not saying yes. I got them the job, but at least they were able to have the interview Even though and the sell themselves. Exists. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the thing, like you said, that it is to me a lot of jobs like that where if you don't know I know back in the day when it was even just trying to be a personal stylist for like Bloomings or Neiman's or mm-hmm. even Macy's it was like you still had to know somebody because most of the people that got in that job they stayed till they retired or died or whatever because it was like such a coveted job and it wasn't something that you could just apply for online you had to kind of have an end Can you hear me? I hope we didn't get disconnected. Hello? Hello. Oh, shoot. I can't hear you. My next question okay, is when you started your business, um, I think from the job you already previously had is doing fashion coordinating and visual merchandising and all of the things you were already meeting people that you were helping with. Kind of even popping your head. When you decided to take your business full time, were those your first clients and were those the people that helped you get started with building your business or you went out and found totally new people? Well, those were the first, those are my, definitely my first clients as I started, but yeah, I definitely had to market and reach back to people that I've already known and go, you know, yeah. and just send out email, you know, just letting people know what I, what I'm, what I'm doing and my new yeah. business and what my services are offering. So I just, um, yeah, I, the people that I've already kn- knew first, I actually did them first and I was able to take pictures from there showing my work. So that yeah. way when I'm, you know, marketing to new clients and, and, and new people, um, I can gain business from there. But yeah, yes. I definitely promoted myself in my network first. Yes. Because yes. that's how, that's, I think that's the key too. If you have any kind of network with its family or friends or yes. past sales associates or managers, you know, I had really yes. good reputations with all my managers that I've ever worked yes. for. So I definitely sent them email. Hey, I'm just starting a new business called Closet Editors. You know, anybody with a closet, everybody has a closet. So exactly, it was, it was, it was perfect. <laughs> Rather you live in a house or apartment, you got a closet. So exactly, I, I'm like, you know, this is the services I'm offering. Let me know. You know, I would appreciate it. You know, so that was kind of how I kind of started like building clients and you know, building uh, my network. I love it. I love it. And I stress that all the time to um, my students as well. It's like, you got to start with who you know. Clients don't fall out the sky. No. Build within the network of people that already at least know who you are and who you exist. And they can make referrals for you, even if they're not going to be clients themselves. 
you know, if you're part of PTA, a sorority, a church group, a tennis club, like all of those are groups that you're a part of that you can present yourself to be like, hey, this is what I have going on. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. Don't think that you have to like start from scratch and no one knows who you are. And it's just such a competitive world out here. You're thinking, yeah. who, why are they going to choose me? You know, why are they yes. going to, you know, no, go to your family, go to your people, like you said, your organizations, just yeah. whoever you know to kind of help you because you don't know their network, you know, yeah, exactly. who, else, who they know. So you get to tap into their network as well, even if you don't have a huge network to start off with. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I always say that too. And then, you know, if you don't have a huge network, depending on where you're at in life, right. I know at least for me and even you, we at least were already professional grown women when we started our business. So we had already kind of built a professional network of people versus if we started fresh and right. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's helps. true. Yeah. But if you're younger, it's like, okay, this is the time to join these organizations and get a part of groups so that when you do start something or if you are starting something now, you're getting to know people and you're part of organizations. Exactly. That's that can a, that, help that's you or want to help you. <laughs> yeah, that's great advice. Definitely just joining groups and different, just like they have all these meetup groups now yes. that you can join that's in these different professional niches. Yes. The same way as an adult, you can join those just to get, you know, around people that have like-minded and visions. Exactly. Of, do the same thing, especially out of college. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Exactly. Um, what do you feel like is one of the biggest challenges you have faced or facing uh, with your business? Probably past tense more than anything, but we like to talk about the good and the bad so that people can yeah. get their brain. No, of course. I think in the past, definitely just trying, just when I was starting to get the business off the ground and like trying to get new clients and I had times where like I wasn't really having any business and I kept questioning myself, like, what am I doing? Is people going to really hire me? Like I had a couple, but now it's been a month and I haven't had anybody else. Maybe I should just stick with my coordinator, you know, coordinated yeah. job. It's good paying. It's, you yeah. know, it's good. But I just kept saying, you know, I just kept fighting through it and just be like, no, you have a, this is really a great business, yeah. you know, and you just have to keep going and keep trying. And it's going to be a lot of days where you feel like, you know, giving up or, you, are you are you are you thinking like I'm you know I'm not worthy of this or yeah. I can't do this but what I can tell you is just breathe yes and, and you just breathe a minute and keep going because the grass is it, it, it does get better it does yeah. get better and and you definitely if you really believe in your idea and you have the skill sets to do it don't let no anyone tell you you can't do anything just keep moving forward and it, it all works out but in the beginning, it's definitely challenging. You know, you just No, I co-sign everything you said. I remember yeah. back in the day and one time in my business, I did not get paid for seven days, but it felt like 70. Girl. I, by the time I got a client and got paid, I was like, was it really only seven days? It felt like an eternity. And just right. like, you know what? Like, Lord, I got two degrees. Like, why am I right. doing, maybe I need to go back to work. Maybe. And every time I feel like, I don't know, or start questioning myself, somebody would come through. Right. And at this point, of course, when your business, when you get past that first stage, you're at a different level of problems. I think like in the beginning, it was like, I'm just trying to get enough money to make it and have a sustainable business. But right. then you get to the point where you're like, okay, that I made that part. But now I'm like, oh, I'm trying to scale to millions of dollars. That's a totally different problem That's... than when you first start. Yeah, exactly. So now I have new problems. But exactly. that beginning problem was, you know, it was stressful then when you're worried about like, can I pay my rent and my bills? Right. Can I eat? And all of the things. Right. So um, yeah, it's definitely, I definitely feel you and co-sign you on all of that. What do you think is one of the most important lessons you've learned thus far? Um, not to 
let all the noise come in. Like, I feel like a lot of times people will tell you what you need to do, how you need to do it. And I feel like blocking out the noise and just doing what you want, just really following your intuition and yes. your gut on things yes. will really pay off in the end. I think a lot of times I was definitely a people pleaser yeah. and wanted to spread myself out everywhere and, and yeah. just doing too many things. And yeah. I wasn't really focusing on what I needed to do and listening to too many ideas and too many people telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of stagnates you, yeah. you know, when you're, when you're trying to get where you need to be. So I would say that, my best advice is like really trust your gut, trust your yes. instinct, um, stay focused, yes. you know, and um, it will work out. Like, yes. you know, you don't need the um, so many different uh, noise in your ear all the time. <laughs> no, most definitely agree with that as well, because I always say it's like, you know, the horses like Kentucky Derby. They yeah. put the blinders on them because they don't want them to get distracted when they're running the race. They just yes. stay focused in their lane. I always be like, you got to stay focused in your lane, run your right. race. And with social media, a lot of times you're seeing what everybody else is doing, or at least uh, what everybody wants you to see yes. that they're doing. Because again, it's a highlight reel. We don't really know what's going on beyond the surface, but it's starting to be like, well, why is everybody doing this and that? Thank and I'm you. Not- that you can get easily thrown off course because you're not focused on what you're doing. So it's just best, like you said, it is a lot of noise. A and lot. I know, I, I think I even felt that like less than three years ago of just like, oh my God, do I need to take this course or hire this coach or do th-? And not really like just listen to your own sit still and listen to right. the still small voice of like, what do I need to do? Only you know your business and what you got going on in it to make the best decisions for it. Right. Exactly. And it's not saying that you can't have mentors and different yes. people who, who, you know, will, will pour into you and kind of give you advice on certain things. Yes. But, but, but the it can get picture, overwhelming. It can get, get overwhelming. Of exactly. Them and trying to take every webinar, it, every course, hire right. this person and that person. It can get to be so much that you can't think clear for right. yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I think what's so like what you said with social media, you it's really uh, too much. It's like yeah. such an over, you know, kill of things happening all the time. And you could definitely get mixed up in the sauce on yeah. social media. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And you, completely. Even now I look at people's plate and be like, when do y'all have time to work if y'all always <laughs> on here? I mean, exactly. I definitely post, but it's right. just like, I do not have time to be on there all day, every day. I'm no. just kind of like, how are y'all doing this? I don't understand. <laughs> Exactly. And I take my moments off of social media. Like oh, I'll, be, I'll, I'll, disappear. I'll disappear for weeks at a time sometime. <laughs> and it's like, no, I just need to focus on what I'm doing. I'm making plans. Just because I'm not on social media doesn't mean I'm not working. That just because I'm not on social media doesn't mean I'm not implementing new things and projects yes. and making things happen. It's just that I don't I don't want to give my energy to that right now. I want to yes. give my energy to my next whatever you I need to do. You definitely got to figure out what makes sense for you. So right. I, I definitely get it. And no, I definitely feel you. Matter of fact, speaking of, I was with the Queen of Reels on Saturday. We went to Oh lunch. my gosh, <laughs> girl. I'm still trying to say when she's going to drop her course because I'll be the first person to sign up. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> well, I was going to say, though, she's on a team that helps her. So that does help as far as like coming up, as we talked about at this past one, coming up with like her strategy. Right. Like her, she doesn't have to think of all the ideas. She just has to kind of appear in everything. So I think that okay. helps a, lo- a lot. Um, too, because right. you're not having to sit there and coordinate and plan it and do the whole thing. She's got a really great right hand person that kind of does that and then lets her just be the star and focus on her focus. 
Right. And that I think that that is the key, actually. Yes. I think when you're trying to do everything by yourself, it's just hard. And then yes. for me, I always like I, it has to be perfect. I want it yes. to look a certain way. Yes. And you, you overthink it so much that you don't even post it. You just like you sound like, one like of my other friends. That's what happened to her. <laughs> she swears she's going to do more reels. She's super successful. Got like uh -huh. two friends. One's at Nordstrom's. I think the other was at some other major retailer. But she was just like, I don't, I want to do more, but then I want it to be perfected. And then I end up not doing any of them. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, girl, we want to hear from you because we know you got all the gems to drop. They don't have to be perfect. Just get them out. I know, right. And it's true. You just have to get, as people always tell me that, it doesn't matter. Just put them out there. And, just and get, I'm just a Virgo. Get that so I'm muscle. to be a perfectionist. So I get it. But at the same time, I'd be like, but the other thing is, and I just saw somebody post about this, not to get off topic, but they no. were like, it's too many people. And this girl, she's an influencer, a travel influencer. And she actually posted like her bloopers because she was like, um, she felt it when somebody said that Instagram be looking like a bunch of fake people who have perfect lives. And that's not reality. So sometimes it's nice to have a little balance of like, you know, it's not perfect, but it's good. Right. Exactly. Because you want people to know who you really are. Real. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. People, people want to work with people who they feel like they can relate to. Exactly. Who they, you know, if you have a good personality, it's hard to see that if you're just posting perfect pictures on every All post. Like, it's um, like you don't have her no flaws. Her makeup, flaw. her hair, like, everything you know. is flawless. Everything <laughs> exactly. is Or whatever. So, yeah. No, exactly. you're right. It's a balance between having, like, good quality, you know, exactly. pictures and stuff and also just showing who you are and yes. so people can kind of grasp like, your personality and everything. I agree. Exactly. But I still, so. but I still want training from, uh, I still want training from her. Girl, like, that part. <laughs> I know. Well, when she, do, when she does a cute edit, though, I'll text her and be like, what was the edit on that? So I can tell my assistant. So I'm going to use one of the reverse edits that I love that she does. I finally figured out how to do it right. Oh, and you did? I, okay. So my assistant is going to implement that hopefully this month. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, but yes. Um, so um, we're going to start to wrap it up. So I'll have a few more questions. Then I'm going to let you get back to you. I'm sure your busy day as well as mine. But um, I wanted to ask... Um, what if you could, I guess, give advice to people, you know, the people that are listening, whether they're already in business or inspiring entrepreneurs that want to be in the fashion space. And I always ask this because I don't know what people preferences, but if you have three books, three podcasts or three movies, which ones would you suggest for them to check out? And I say all three because everybody has a different medium of learning. Uh -huh. uh, and, you know, some people might do movies and not podcasts. Some people might do books and not podcasts. Some people do book podcasts and not books. So if you could refer three of e either or or all three, what would you recommend? Uh, Rich Man for that. I love that one. As okay. far as books. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, I like The Daily Laws by Robert Greene. It's okay. really great. Um, you, it has, and I love this one because every day is a different date. So just every day you just read the passage for that day. Oh, so you don't feel, yes, you don't feel like you read, and it just really gives so many good points in how to navigate with people in your professional life and your spiritual life at the same time. So okay, it's, I it's, like it's, it's I like yes, brain too. So yeah, to so out. I really like that. And my other book that I'm just, my Bible that just keeps my spirits going yes. and me just positive is The Secret. <laughs> yes. I love to see, and I, and I've read this book a thousand times, but yes. it is my Bible and it just really gives you that, um, positivity and, and yes. what you need to just kind of keep going and knowing like the, how the universe works and knowing yes. how you just put it out there that yes. you're going to be successful. So I really love that book. It's just as a Bible of just staying positive, you know, you know, and, and just always 
going and you know being the best you can be yes. exactly manifesting because our so, words have power and so manifesting yes. and speaking it and putting it out there along with the work is how you bring it to fruition yes definitely so those are my three fa- and my, my favorite fashion movie I don't know this is my sex in the city of course <laughs> Look, one, look, one or two though. One or two. Okay, okay. One and two. Okay. okay. Now, the, my favorite was when they were in Dubai though. Yeah. Uh, the fashions. That is that fire movie. my to Dubai. Even though my look like that. And then <laughs> no, when I but I went to Dubai like way before the, the movie came out. But yeah. if I would have saw the movie first, I would have probably tried to put more effort into it just to get some <laughs> just to get some of those shots girl, like they was had, so girl. doggone hot out there though. I was they, like, ain't no way. <laughs> I was cute. But I didn't go in like they yes, did. And I was yes. just like, oh my God, they gave me so, they wanted, I definitely wanted to go again after I saw that movie. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, they was given the looks. For they sure. was given the fashion, yes. Oh, okay, love that, love that. And then, uh, oh, did you have a podcast or no? Did you want to share? Um, No, I don't really have a particular Do the podcast. podcast, no. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Okay, and then the last thing I'm going to ask is just what advice would you give outside of those recommendations, but just your own personal advice that you would give to anybody coming into this space or just in this space and trying to build? Um, my biggest advice would be just, you know, definitely network, um, yeah. depending on what part, you, you know, what fashion part you're going in. Normally, when you're in fashion, you start off in a retail store. It yeah. feels like that's like the first thing you start off on. But no matter if you want to be a designer or your fashion coordinator, um, just building relationships is key. Yeah. Just putting yourself out there, building relationships, um, reaching out to your, your you know, your network. Um, I would say those are like really two important keys, like to getting into this business and yeah. just, just definitely, and definitely um, being a person of your word. Yeah. Like your word is everything. So yeah. if you're going to, if you say something, you know, you're going to do something, do it, follow yeah. through. That, yes. That's really big in business. You have to follow through, you know, yes. always do above and beyond what you if, always give 120 for whatever you do. Yeah. And just in, and, you know, being an intern is okay. You know, okay. Yes. It's okay to work for free in the beginning to, to enhance your skill set, to yes. learn, to yes. be up underneath somebody. It's a big thing. So I would yeah. say internship with whoever is in the space that you want to be in. Yeah. Offer your services, your time, you know, yeah. to be with them and learn from them and just absorb all the skill sets that you need. So then when you're ready to branch out to your own, that you have all those skills that's needed yes. to go out and, and be amazing, you know? Totally and- agree with all of that. Everything you said makes perfect sense. I know I could trace almost all the successes I've had in my business to a relationship um, that I met or nurtured or built, etc. Um, is really important. Like you said, especially the fashion industry, it's so small as far as like, we all know each other around the world even. So it's like, if somebody says your name, you want to make sure that when you're not in the room, people saying your name, that it all matches up to who you are and how you present yourself. Um, because it's really important because everybody knows everybody and how you carry yourself, how you treat people, all of that is going to carry. So you want to be consistent. Keep your reputation good, yeah. you know, across the board. Treat yeah. everybody with respect, love, exactly. you know, and, and it will always come back to you. Most definitely. Thank yeah. I love that. I think we ended it on a perfect note. Thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, of course, I'll tag you 
when we post this next week. And um, I look forward, of course, to uh, talking to you again. Uh, let me know when you're back in the A so we can go to lunch. Yes. And um, I can't wait to get my own custom closet in here this summer since I did talk with them and we made an appointment for the summer. So. Oh, great. Yes. yes. Cannot wait for that. This I can't wait to a- show it to you. <laughs> yes. You know, I'll be down there. So we'll be definitely can't wait to do that. But thank you so much for having me on. This no. was such an amazing podcast. Thank I really appreciate you. you. Yes. No, I appreciate you. I'm glad we connected. Look, over um Instagram at that. Right. Exactly. Considering over one Instagram. of us is on there like all the time, <laughs> but we still was able You see the power of Instagram? Yeah. We met over Instagram. Then next thing you know, I'm in, in Atlanta. We're designing her closet and now exactly. it's going to be installed in the summer. So exactly. you can have really great connections and, and clients and things through social media. So yeah. it's just the power of networking and the power of just um, continue to be consistent out there. And, exactly. You know, great exactly. things happen. But we'll definitely get together when I'm in the A again. We definitely yes. have to do a new restaurant or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, look, me and Alex was right back at Lucian. Y'all, y'all went back to this. Y'all went back to Lucian. Yes. <laughs> it's so cute. It is so It is true. So I was saying that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you know you're the restaurant queen, so I know you That's have a whole bunch. That's what she said. I, I got a couple of new spies I can put you okay, on. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to it. No, most definitely. Have a great right. week. You too, hun. All right. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye, hun.